green pastures. I know you're picturing lush fields of belly deep alfalfa as far as the eye can see. Well, get that picture out of your mind. Instead, see clumps of green along the arid landscape of the Negev Desert in Israel. That's more the biblical reality. And that's what our heart is for our weekly Green Pastures devotions published by Vineyard Boise. Our hope is that each day you'll find a wee clump of green along the all-too-often arid landscape of life, just enough to sustain you, to keep you moving forward. Each daily devotion consists of four strands, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. May the Lord lead us together into the green pastures we need today to continue growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Green Pastures for Monday, June 20th. We have seen strange things today. Today's scripture reading is from Luke chapter 5, verses 17 through 26 from the New Living Translation, which reads, One day, while Jesus was teaching, some Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting nearby. It seemed that these men showed up from every village in all Galilee and Judea, as well as from Jerusalem. And the Lord's healing power was strongly with Jesus. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a sleeping mat. They they tried to take him inside to Jesus, but they couldn't reach him because of the crowd. So they went up to the roof and took off some tiles. Then they lowered the sick man on his mat into the crowd right in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the man, Young man, your sins are forgiven. But the Pharisees and teachers of religious law said to themselves, Who does he think he is? That's blasphemy. Only God can forgive sins. Jesus knew what they were thinking, so he asked them, Why do you question this in your hearts? Is it easier to say your sins are forgiven or stand up and walk? So I will prove to you that the Son of Man has the authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, Stand up, pick up your mat, and go home. And immediately, as everyone watched, the man jumped up, picked up his mat, and went home praising God. Everyone was gripped with great wonder and awe, and they praised God, exclaiming, We have seen strange things today. This is God's Word. If Ruach is by definition movement, okay, and devotional asterisk, Ruach is the Hebrew word translated spirit or wind or breath in the Hebrew scriptures. But then you would know this if you were doing your devotions, yes? Okay, if Ruach is by definition movement, then to be filled with Ruach is to likewise move. A quick survey of the activity and presence of Ruach in ordinary human beings reveals that wherever there is Ruach, there are people who are actually doing something. Whether it's Aaron opening his mouth and speaking before Pharaoh, or Bezalel engaging in his creative endeavors, or Samson pulling up Philistine gates, or David piling up Philistine corpses, or any of the prophets, male and female, raising their voice to address bustling pilgrim crowds, Ruach moves us, propels us, equips us. And where there is movement, there will be story. 
Keeping in step with the Spirit will mean experiencing the fruit of the Spirit ripening in our inner world along with the giftings of the Spirit generally more visible in our outer world, which ultimately leads to experiencing stories. If we are keeping in step with the Spirit, we will have stories to tell. No Ruach, no movement. No movement, no stories. More than stories, though, actually. We'll see strange things. Stranger things, even. We have seen strange things today. I love that bottom-line crowd response to the story they saw unfold right before their eyes as the paralyzed man was lowered through an improvised sunroof in that home. And not only did they see him healed and walking, but they heard the healer claiming that he could do more than just heal his paralysis, but could heal his soul. And not only did they see him healed and walking, but they heard the healer claiming he could do more than just heal his paralysis, but could heal his soul through on-the-spot forgiveness of his sins without intervening priest or temple or sacrifice. No one had expected that. We have seen strange things today. Literally, they said, we saw a paradox today. That's the transliterated Greek word used in Luke's text. Here, paradox means something contrary to all that could be or would be expected. Hence, something strange or out of the ordinary. This verbal response was preceded by an inner experience of ecstasy. Once again, that's the literal Greek word translated gripped with great wonder and awe that we read in the New Living Translation rendering just a moment ago. The more literal rendering would be ecstasy seized everyone. They were quite literally beside themselves. I mean, Greek word is ecstasis, to stand outside or to be outside. They were literally beside themselves, or as we would say, they were blown away. Or as the Scots would say, they were gobsmacked. And it was all unplanned, unscheduled, unscripted. When we keep step with the Spirit, we tend to fall into stories. The best stories are always the ones we fall into rather than the encounters that we presume to script. As we wrap up our musings on the Holy Spirit and keeping in step with the Spirit, we're going to visit such stories from the pages of Scripture, perhaps a somewhat obscure one or two of them, even as we're challenged to see what stories we find ourselves falling into in the course of each day. Don't try too hard to make the story happen. Don't try to see strange things. Let it happen by being present in the moment, present to yourself, present to others, present to your surroundings, present to God. Be prepared. You just may see strange things today. So reread the story of Luke 5, 17 through 26 and put yourself in it. Be the paralyzed man. Be one of his friends lowering him through the roof. Be the homeowner. Be a spectator in the crowd. Be a straight-laced religious observer. Pick a spot. Reread the story. Engaging your senses and see what you see. Then pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer. 
When was the last time you were taken aback by seeing strange things that made your jaw drop with wonder? What happened? How do we learn to be more present so we actually experience such moments? Lord, teach me to be in the moment, not with a goal of making something happen, but rather to be present to it and to you when it does. Teach me to keep in step with your spirit so that I may learn to go and do as I then watch you weave my story into the grand tapestry of the story you are telling in the wide world. Through your Ruach, your spirit with, upon, and in us. Amen.